Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining the It's So Weird podcast. My name is Christy, and my wonderful co-host is Marcy. And today will we be a continuation of our views on the practical side of death and dying. Hope you enjoy our stories on how we relate to the inevitable fact of life. There's blood in the water. Know that it won't last. My light is brighter, and I hope that it will last. You think that it's directions, ones you never choose. It's the way that you're facing. too yeah and that the prolonging of your life means that you only got this one life yep and oh legacy building so that that (laughs) oh yes legacy building that um becomes huge uh with uh folks as they age because you really you know um they want to be remembered they they want they want to know we want as human beings generally to know that we contributed something that is going to last something that means something to someone else um something that you know uh people will talk about and um for me uh legacy building is um well i've already done it mabel has my exact laugh and that right there god that's precious to me um i can go tomorrow and know that that laugh lives on and i'm totally fine with that and um and then uh my son has my very odd sense of humor and those are the kind to me those are the legacies now ask me the same question in 30 years and i might be obsessed with um, folks building monuments and giving me token gifts. <laughs> Correct. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you don't have children. Like, it, I choose not to have children. Right. Right. But if you can't have a child and you yeah. want a child, that feeling of lack of legacy. <sighs> of like, it is ends with you. It's excruciating to these, these, um, yes. Individuals. Yes. And, 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 and people do. Even, even people that have children and have been very successful in their life. I mean, I, I get the opportunity to, work with um, successful business people um, in training. And um, I have noticed the tendency that as they get older and they transition out of their money-making business, they still have that need to um, to lead, to be um, recognized, to have accolades. And so then they get involved in not-for-profits and they get involved in other projects, and which is all well and good for the project however to me it's a little narcissistic it's a little like me 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 and really as i age 
what I try to do is um, learn to let go of my ego, learn to let go Correct. and understand that. But I think it's, they, it I'm has not going to leave a mark. I, although, okay, first you have to uh, view uh, or find out what their intentions are, which is fine if they have terrible intentions and they really just start doing it to build a legacy. Uh, oh no, general, genuinely they're interested in the project. Right, and that adds value which I believe at this point in time in society, we have really created a, um, a gap or a hole of not honoring the wisdom mm. of... Absolutely. Uh, now, I've met a lot of stupid old people. Well, that's what I was okay. getting ready to say. Okay. It's I'm like not, saying, not honoring the wisdom goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met a lot of wise children. Yes. But there is wisdom and experience. Yes. And uh, every stupid person has something you can learn. Yes. Period. Absolutely. Even their dumb stories, you're like, oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I encountered a complete dumbass fishing on Sunday. (laughs) But I did glean one really great tip that I will use henceforth. And it will keep me from getting tangled up in the weeds. Correct. But everything else. He said. Bullshit. Right. Dumbass. Right. <laughs> in your head. You're like. Boomer. it up. Boomer. Oh, man. Yeah, but he actually gave you a great tip in fishing. Yes. One great tip. One and great that's tip. fine. And that was worth that's, it. You, it. It was. Absolutely it was. Worth it. So we need. Um, sorry. There's someone this. at the door. There's somebody. Testing, testing. Welcome back, listeners. We're going to fantasy land. <laughs> we are going to here on land. our "It's So Weird" yeah, podcast. Yeah. Today's yeah. topic has been death, and now we're going to fantasy land. Well, let's go uh, to wash and repeat the uh, routine. Routine. The routine of it, preparing, a, for, preparing for someone's for death. Someone's death or your own. You have to go to a fantasy land. Yes. You have to envision an yes. idea. You have yes. to create an idea that's not real. Correct? Yes. So in my fantasy land, I'm going back to my fantasies of dying at the age of 16. And I'm wearing this fantabulous dress and my right. hair is I, I all done. Okay. A little bit back down. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you Unless insist. you want to do a movie. <laughs> I'm sure that can happen. No, thank you. <laughs> but the, the, to create a fantasy um, based on realism, yes. based on reality, is not a bad idea. Because a, a fantasy of dying. I, of dying or going through the experience of what you will do when the person that you know is dying um, yes. whatever their age is mm-hmm. whether they be you know tragically a, a teenager or a young adult or a mother father sister friend okay let's just run off the wow list. so you suggesting that we should just morbidly fantasize about the death of everyone in our life no only okay. those that you're fiscally and uh, emotionally committed to okay I mean, I'm not going to um, go through a fantasy of your death. Thanks. Uh, because you have other loved ones who will do that for who, me. Who will have that fantasy. <laughs> no, they won't have that fantasy. But I, I don't, you know, let's not get carried away. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not here to save every single person. <laughs> I'm just trying to dog paddle my way through uh, my experiences with my own loved ones. Yeah. And, but it is good to uh, envision um, the idea of what you want to happen if you were to die. Meaning, yes. You know, I think about, like, I want to make sure that my husband is protected, that my dogs are protected. Mm-hmm. Um, I might not be able to control that because we could both die in a car accident. Yes, I'll and come get realistic. the dogs. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I have yet to uh, create a home for my dogs. Um, that would be fine. But d- to even consider that possibility, I think, is a good practice. It's a mm-hmm. fantasy because you can fantasize all you want yeah. that you're going to live till 80 and you're going to have this lovely death well, and you're yeah. going to be prepared and you're going to be clear. Um, I don't know about f- if fantasy is the right word, but I did, you know, because I, I got divorced um, had to reassess all those things and find someone. The biggest thing was, you know, um, who would take over my business? Right. How would that work? Because right. my kids have no interest whatsoever in yeah, owning how do you a health dissolve club. your business. Right. And uh, so that that was an interesting uh, mm-hmm. sort of mental exercise because you don't, you know, at this point, I um, didn't really want to hand it over to an employee um i you know didn't want to close it down immediately because you know my hope is is that the business will last many years beyond my life but without having a successor or something like that in a small business you know it's kind of hard to figure out what what to do and who to ask to do it and luckily my business is pretty simple to run and so um or who wants to do or who want exactly or who wants to do it and so you know i put in place a plan um you know i'm i'm lucky in that the business does not really have a great deal of debt um and it is a community organization and so what will happen is um my uh wonderful friend um and business mentor uh will take over the day-to-day paying the bills sort of things and then um, it would uh, go as a not-for-profit to the city. I find this highly amusing. Yeah. Because we're more than willing to make sure our businesses. In fact, I think yeah. legally, uh, yes. sometimes if you go into business with a partner or corporation, mm-hmm. you have to you have, have to have a yes. plan for your death. Yes. Meaning, yep, it's required. Exactly because but it, you don't have to do that for your personal no, life. You don't have to. <laughs> you can totally fuck that shit up. But yeah, and and that's but we don't find that um, disturbing. Uh, uh, no, I actually flexing because then we're like, hmm, who will I? Yeah. Well, I actually had to, you know, talk with the kids and be like, hey, <laughs> if, if I turn this business into a not for profit and give it over to the city, then you guys essentially get no inheritance. And the kids are like, we don't have to run the gym. We don't have to, like, put out towels and, you know, uh, sign people up because they both have worked for me. They're like, fine, give it away. <laughs> Please, <laughs> please, mother. because please. health club and fitness is not their passion. And um, uh, yeah, I think it's very unique business. Uh, I think every business is unique and to expect that you're. Yeah, uh, the idea of a second children. or a third generation right. in yeah. this day and age is almost non-existent. It's fine. It's fine if that's what you want and that's what your child wants. Yeah. 
Yes, but, but these these days, I mean, it's really just it doesn't happen very often anymore. Not really. Not not especially not small businesses because no. you know it's it's not like they're huge enormous generators when your kid could just go out and work for somebody and then when they yeah. get tired of that work for somebody else. There's a lady who makes delicious pies. I love pies. Indiana. Yeah. And I was I asked Dad because he really loved pie. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, that's <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> I said, so who's going to take over her business? Uh huh. When she, you know, yeah. can no longer make pies, and he said, I asked her that because he's also nosy like me. Yeah. And uh, there's no one. No one. Yeah. Lots of small businesses. And just what close. a tradition. Mm-hmm. To not have anyone like it doesn't have to be your kids like no the people who are helping you make pie why wouldn't you raise them up um so well that's kind of where i was at was i could and i i still can um ask uh, uh, an employee to take over the business and essentially make them the owner or make them the partner so the path of least resistance to keep it open forever and that's that's what i hope happens i know forever is you know relative not relative um but you know for the foreseeable future uh because i think it's very good for the community and so exactly and uh you know that that's something that i'm sure i or i hope gets revisited a few different times before i pass yeah, away I, yeah i think you should because laws change all yes. the well time. and sometimes it might be more depending on who's in office it might be more beneficial to give it to the city and then you know at a different time to the county but once it's done it's done it's like they can't yeah, flip can't, flop it around yeah, yeah you can't but um yeah so that that's that's what i did with the business and that was actually the most complicated part of reassessing what am i going to do when i die because you know there's a lot of paperwork the, the, that right there was <laughs> that right there was the bulk of it and then everything <laughs> else was kind like of that. like oh you know ding this well, box guess what yeah. when your loved one dies there's a lot of paperwork a lot of paperwork okay so getting into that because you just <laughs> went through that and i think that's important uh information to pass along yeah because almost immediately um if you're a responsible adult, you um, and you loved, yeah, the person who died, um, you then have to take over their bills. Yes, um, and make sure things get paid. Yeah, um, if they own a house, uh, you either have to decide to auction it, or you have to find a realtor. Um, if they have belongings, you either decide you have to rent a dumpster. Because and sometimes you, they have wills. Like, I have a will, so nobody has to decide anything. It's just... Well, we... Oh, you no, did. No. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah, we have an estate lawyer. Wow. An estate lawyer. They're not going to do this shit for you, Mercy. When you file bankruptcy, because I have before... Uh-huh. You hire a lawyer, but they don't do jack off for you. But you have to okay. collect all the data, I mean, and then you give it to them. Okay. And then they okay. make the appointment with the judge, and they sit there with you, and then you pay them like twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, so exactly like getting divorced for yes, a year and a half. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always like that. Why are we not lawyers? Because I. I just don't have the patience for it. <laughs> <laughs> I perhaps have too many ethics. And I find. 
It's not just ethics. I just find a um, disliking for laws that are no longer contemporary or valid. Yes. Yet we still have not figured out a system as to how to chuck those and insert new ones because it, it never seems to be that our law is with modernity. Where it needs to be, yeah. And, and we keep on holding on to outdated laws and then we insert more laws on it's like a layered cake yep. that you slice through so yes um even if you have an estate lawyer what they're doing for you is and a will and you have had all of that will, with you yes. yeah yes um they don't find an auctioneer for you you find the well yeah you're you're the executor of the mm -hmm. will so they're just there to do the paperwork so that you don't fuck wow. it up with the city, state, and federal government. Because you can very well do that. Well, kids, I thought I was making things easy on you guys, and it turns out you'll still have now, paperwork. Now, you can hire an estate lawyer and they have can them execute be the, well. the executor. Yeah. Okay, so that's a far different situation. But you pay more for that. Well, yeah. You also exclude your kids from any um, input, input, or um, let's say, okay, if you had an executor for the will and you wanted to go to mom and dad's house and you wanted to take this piece of furniture and this piece of furniture, but the will states that it's fifty-fifty and you sell everything. Yep. Then you lose that agency of being able to take that favored, yep, smoke-filled pillowcase. Yep. And. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it, it it changes. Now, this is the way I understand it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm ignorant. Uh-huh. I would love to know. But from my understanding dealing with the lawyer, I've uh, hired the auctioneer. I've had So she's your guidebook. She's my guidebook, and she also is the person that if somebody decides to uh, act unethically or not respond in a timely fashion then she's on them then she's the dog yes uh, sorry about that I and who who is that, that who is that that would be weird. like acting unethically like um, like if uh, the realtor okay did something unethical or the so all these that, people that you've hired she protects you, you from them right. they, if to they do don't the right follow thing. through then she has the authority to sue for the estate uh, set actions. And so you don't have to find a lawyer. Yeah. I wonder how often that happens. Who knows? Yeah. Didn't happen with It doesn't you. happen because usually when you tell them you have an estate lawyer. They go, oh, I'm going to do things right. Correct. Yes. And that. that well, we can assume, we can hope that they just do things correctly. Right. No matter what. You just don't. Yeah. yeah but it, it, it's whatever. There's it happens. You know, it, in your grief, you don't have time to deal with con artists. Yeah. It's the way my parents looked at it and the way I looked at it is I don't want to spend any more time than I have to yeah. with, bluntly put, dicking around with yeah. a, a dishonest person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because... You're, you're focusing on it's well trying to get calls. the task done just yeah. just trying to get and then you have to negotiate if you're a co-executor you have to negotiate with the other person you want to make sure that they have agency uh what 
what tasks you know yeah. you have to communicate you yes. have to communicate and, this and then you have to like file a death certificate you have to get your death certificate so you first of all you have to give uh, the uh, hospice or you have to call an ambulance yeah um, they take your loved one to a funeral home and mm-hmm. either they can you not them. take them in a car no not in the state of Indiana. You cannot take them it's, in I, a... I believe it's illegal to transport hmm. a dead body in a car. <laughs> oh, it does. When you say it like that, it does sound a little <laughs> illegal. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh, seriously. Fine. My <laughs> mother just died of a heart attack. I'm just trying to get her I'm to the I'm trying to save home. us some money. Holy shit. What is this, comedy club? Oh, my gosh. No, I don't believe. You could transport a dead dog. Yes, I've done that. But not a dead mother. Okay. No. <laughs> or, All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure unless they die in your car. No, you're right. You're you're right. Because people be doing that all the time. <laughs> 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 Uncle Joe has been in the back of my car <laughs> for five days now. <laughs> I really need to get him to the funeral home. <laughs> the rigamortis is set in. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to push him home into the backyard until I get in. <laughs> Fine. This is why we do have laws. <laughs> because you know. I guess. You would find somebody. I'm not sure I wouldn't be guilty of it. <laughs> I don't <like> I... <laughs> Okay, so you call the funeral home. <laughs> People are going to think we're Because <laughs> I do find this amusing. Um, and then they're. First of all, when the person dies, if you're not with them in their hospice, they call you up and say, Do you want to come look at. Yes. Your loved one. Yeah. And uh, my response was not, um, well. You can say no, right? I did say no. Okay. I, I said, I don't look at dead people. <laughs> and the nurse on the Fair other was like, what? I said, no, I'm sorry. I don't look at dead people uh-huh. um, because, um, A, they're already gone. B, um, my brother went down. He's like, he looks very peaceful. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Pat. That was very, a very kind thing for him to say. Of course they look peaceful. Well, sometimes they don't. I really... <laughs> like they died with I their eyes open that. and their and teeth all showing. That, but I'd already said goodbye. Yeah, multiple, multiple times in my fantasy land as well as at the hospice. And um, I have a really hard time because I am a uh, not a professional artist, but I am an artist mm-hmm. as a hobby. Yes, and I have a visual. Uh, tend to have a visual photographic memory. memory and you didn't want that memory I know I really didn't I think that's fair I think that's fair um, I yeah, had another because, friend that did the same thing with her mother and I think that's very valid and fair um, I, it's not that it would disturb me um, I, you but know, it's I've there really and it would probably it. be like the first thing and wouldn't it I mean I, I, I do know that having five great grandparents and four grandparents uh, every time I saw them at the funeral home I just thought yeah wow yeah seriously well this the makeup not... artists at funeral homes have gotten a lot better too 
Just no, so you know. they, they haven't. haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe they have. Ago, a couple of years ago. Uh, no. Yeah. No, they still. They well, still see again. Dead. That's why I advocate for it cremation. Is. It's a nice picture of me and a small box. Yeah, I, I just I'm too much of a realist, and I know yeah. that nothing is there, and therefore I right. feel like we're worshiping a clay body. Well, and and you know, and now there's nothing for you to do as a family. Like if you had something to physically do, like we used to do. Wash the body. That's right. But prepare that's for the way. Also but in Indiana. Fucking Hoosiers. They just well, take all. I know. I know it's probably states. illegal no, everywhere. If we Googled that. No, not everywhere. Not Some states have. Um, it's very rare. Some states allow you to uh, take your loved one home and to wash the body, uh, to build the um, casket, and to uh, have your own funeral. Um, I think some states require that you do place them in a uh, cemetery. Yes. You just can't make a backyard cemetery anymore. No. I, 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 nope, those dates are gone. Well, it's it's probably bad for your groundwater, for one. Well, and it's, you know, probably... And, and if you didn't embalm them... Yes. Um, yes. ...disease... And then what you if you just never told anybody that... <laughs> <laughs> Either way, the ritual yes. of living with your dead ones, because there were some cultures, I'm an avid documentary, yeah, uh, history, whatever, um, they used to sleep on top of their dead relatives. Now that's creepy. It's a little creepy. <laughs> that's a little creepy. But, but, but I do, they, I they actually am had floorboards in pretty, or um, dirt and yeah, I find the idea of like, um, ancestors washing and preparing the body I would find that to be a very calming I think um, ritual to go through I've never done that except for with my dogs um, and my cat and I did I found that to be very peaceful yeah. um, but we're not really allowed to do that no, I, I believe everybody has a task in life <laughs> I don't even really enjoy washing myself so I don't think I would enjoy that um, um as a well, ritual. Yeah, I mean I, I yeah, just that I, I like I like the ritual of That's cleaning. Good. That's I, good. I like the you know, um I don't know, even though they'd be all cold and dead, if it was someone that I really love I would want like the tactile, you know, I, I would I'd be into you know, it. Don't judge I, me. I I'd be into physics it. Physics or science, I think I saw or read this, that they're not really cold, they're just room temperature. Well of course. So I mean, that's what happens to your ham when you leave it out of the refrigerator. Right. It eventually just warms to room temperature. Right. So dead people. But their really skin's cold. not as soft and squishy as it is when no, they're alive. No, it turns leathery. Yeah, I like the soft and squishy. But th that's how you. But I'll clean quickly <laughs> if I get the opportunity. Usually. <laughs> get some span span. Yeah, yeah. Usually they're not that dirty. Usually, I mean. I mean, of course they defecate. Yes. Um, and but that's no different than cleaning a baby that's defecated or your loved it's one. It's probably a lot more. Yeah, but we we clean wet wipes. It'll be fine all the time in senior living homes. Mm -hmm. um, it's still the same thing. So it's, in fact, it's probably easier to give a dead person a bath than it is a living not, elderly person. Not in the actual tub, I wouldn't think. Well, a lot of elderly people do not enjoy taking Not showers. at all. 
and it's very painful and I spent hours arguing with my mother who had dementia and Alzheimer's. She didn't want to take a shower. She did not want to get wet. And it became a problem because when yeah. you let your loved ones rot, yep. uh, that's not good. Yes. And that's a whole other... Yeah, well, we'll get into all, that. That's okay, a whole so other that's subject. That's what happens is they call you. Yeah. Um, then you have to pay for the cremation if it's not already prepaid, which yeah. uh, my parents already yeah. prepaid. Um, so you go to the house, you take care of the bills. They had eight cats, so we had to find somebody to feed them. Then um, guess what, guys? Life happens and yeah. COVID hit. Yeah. So that put the brakes. It put everything kind of in a standstill holding pattern yes, for you. for everybody. Their yeah. entire lives, whether you Because you can't have an auction. Can't have an auction. You know, uh, I'm guessing that... Uh, you can't have people over to your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to show what your so, real estate so, was. Yeah. Um, because they're fearful. And, yes. and you've been told that you have to stay. So life happens. Yeah. It does not always... Uh, you can, the best laid plans as the yeah. cliche or whatever it's called. Yes, goes. the cliche. Uh, life happens. Yeah. And you got to go with the hiccups. So it's taken eight months and we still have yet to resolve this estate. We, we did get the auction done. We still have paid the bills. But the house title work still has yet to be done. Yes. And then after that it's pretty well no it's not no it's not no there's more but wait (laughs) there's more there's more then it goes back to the estate lawyers Uh uh-huh they take their cut Uh uh-huh the government takes their cut yep the uh anybody who has put a lien against the estate meaning collectors take their cut if Uh they filed within the specific amount of days that they have they to have file. To file. They don't have yeah. an endless filing. They have yeah. to file within, I believe it's like 60 or 90 days. Uh-huh. Um, then. And then. They will resolve the estate. It is a long, drawn-out process. It's a very long, drawn-out process. Yeah. And so what you see in the movies, kids, is not true. They don't do die three days later. You get your finest Sunday suit on and right. go to the attorney's office where he reads the will and you walk out with $10 bazillion and a car. No, no that's not what happens. And no. uh, a lot of the time uh, you put your own money in because... Um, well, yeah. They no longer have any cuts. income coming in to pay those right, bills. Right. And, oh, guess what? Social Security... This is the beauty of Social Security. Uh huh. If you die, yes. Uh, what is it? Uh, before the end of the month, even though the whole month has gone through, like yeah. Th- let's say it's the twenty eighth. You die on the twenty eighth, and but you die on the twenty seventh. Uh huh. The government takes that whole month back. So you need to die on the first. You need to die on the first. Okay. <laughs> Note to so self. You all, if you decide to go out. Note to self. Die on the swinging. first. Wow. Okay. Medicare and 65 and older. Uh, 
wait till the first of the month. Right, because then they take, let's say you get $1,000 every month and yeah. they paid your rent and yeah, your bills. Yeah, yeah. Um, the government doesn't care. Right. They say, oh, no, 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 we want our money back. Yes, because you're dead. Right. And we don't care about your bills. Yeah. And we don't care that your family will have to then be responsible for your bills. We just want our money back. And that is a social security. <laughs> you can, you can secure. be secure in that. <laughs> Knowing that they're going to take That your, your government back. is going to take and care. And that's fine. Yeah. I understand that. Um, but it... That is something I did not know, and I doubt if most people knew that. my mother, because my mother died on, I believe, the 27th. Yeah. And my dad had to pay back. All, the whole month of her Social Security. Yes. Even though he was also on a limited budget, and his budget, his income, yeah. just literally got chopped in half. From yes, her from, from her passing away. away. Which is... Um, Again, another unfortunate result of death and dying is is that um, your loved one then becomes financially, if if you're not prepared, right, or even if you are, you're in such grief, yes, that that's just one more thing, thing yes, that is like, yeah. I don't know. It gets you. It 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 does. Well, it's like you're already. You've already. I'm already down. Right, right. So I'm just just going to add insult to injury. And yeah. By the government. And that's not. uh, It's nothing you can control. And we could change those laws. Yes. But it is nice to know because, again, yeah, if you haven't ever gone through this, you don't know. And that's a whammy. I didn't know it. I only knew it because my dad was like, holy crap. They're telling me I have to pay. Didn't sound like he knew it either. No, he didn't. So even with an estate lawyer, he still didn't know or didn't know to ask. And they did not say. Say, yeah. Because they don't want to say, hey. By the (laughs) way, can we time this (laughs) to the first can you keep maybe just maybe just like sit on that little tidbit of information until the first <laughs> and they don't want to say if you're if Carol, yeah. or you know whoever dies well that sounds very callous it and, sounds and, very callous but it i hate to say it but we need to get thicker skins yeah because yeah because the laws aren't going to change it doesn't matter they don't care if it's not if it's callous, the law still will do it. Yeah. Even though the lawyer may seem callous, the law... Well, it's better to know. It, it really is better to know than to get that surprise. Because, you're as you said, you're already grieving. And then to have to worry about just keeps 50% of my monthly income just yeah. went away, then that is... Yeah. Yeah. Very it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Even though it shouldn't be... And it you already is. know it's coming. It, it's just in that mental state yep. uh, that we not practice. Well, you can, yes, and it's kind of that. Um, so even if you know that your loved one, like like with your mom and dad, you know your dad knew that she was going to pass, but um, and he knew that his income would be cut in half. But because of the timing, you know, dying on the twenty seventh, the twenty eighth, versus on the first. Then he got the double whammy of instead of, oh, well, 
you know, at least we had, you know, didn't have to worry about the bills because they were paid last month. Then you had the added whammy of, oh, by the way, your wife died and you lost her income for last month, even though she was alive for most of it. She was alive the entire exactly. time of it. <laughs> I don't she think was alive, is like, a big yeah. in it. That's like, um, <laughs> it's like Starbucks saying, uh, yeah, you got your coffee, but... You know, we're going to have to take 90% of it back. We're going to take 90% of it back. And, and you, you can have, have what's to left. Throw that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we really But we've want come it to back. collect it. <laughs> we've come to collect it. So pee in the cup or throw up. We're going to get that coffee that back. That 90% yes. back. Yeah. And it's very painful. Yeah. Nobody likes puking up coffee. <laughs> I, I, I could only imagine. So the eight cats, um, how did you wrangle that? Did you give cats away? Did you. I had to give two cats away, which broke my heart. Yeah. Um, and uh, it had to take them to the Humane Society. So you physically is, have to yeah, do that. Yeah. And then you have to do something that you've never done in your life. Because I've, I am always going to the Humane Society to, to pick up cats. cats. Yeah. And I shamefully. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you have two dogs that right. would probably eat a couple of cats. I definitely have two dogs that would definitely eat two cats. Yeah. So they would have had dozens. Yeah, it, it, it would have been traumatic for everybody. Well, and not only that, but one of the cats that I did drop off died there. Oh, Yeah, I'm so sorry. a double whammy on Wow, I'm sorry. So never follow up. No, don't. <laughs> I made the mistake. Walk away. Walk away walk and away. know that they've been adopted to good homes. Right. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's walk rough. away. But the shame and and giving them up and that's my fault. That's on me. That's my baggage. Um, um well, you, know, I have you, to... you didn't require that your parents have so many cats. Correct. And I mean, I do understand being an animal lover. Well, it and can, they lived out in the country. And they lived out in the happens. country and stuff. Like, yeah. it happens. It, it really does. And, and that's, uh, you know, so you, you got the cats got taken, cats care, taken of. care of. Somebody's, you know, uh, feeding them. Yep. Um, and then... Uh, like the property's been sold and you've gotten everything cleaned out which is something that is um hoarders out there and people that have too much stuff like cut it down because if you die someone has to clean that crap out and, and, and i know i helped you one day and you like it was well in hand but that has got to take a toll on mentally it's excruciating yeah because you're what evacuating your yeah. loved one's home and even though I didn't have any attachment for the home and I didn't want to live in the home right. and really didn't have any attachment to their belongings, the fact that I had to go continually and to get the home, rid of their belongings. Yes. Yeah. And then I knew that they had treasured them for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. It was and that's just hard. A big mess. Yeah. That's that's really hard. And I don't even like having shit. Yeah. And I want to get rid of almost all my shit. So I have a real huge problem with collecting yes. shit. Um, I stopped doing this, you know, in, early in my life. Yep. Of, of making But yet you exchanges. still have a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and, and uh, why, you know why I have a lot of shit? Because people gave, gave me you stuff. This stuff. Um, yeah, I... I, I or uh, it's art stuff. Yes. Or it's books. Yes. Um, but for the most part, uh, any knick-knack you see is usually yeah. something that somebody has 
gifted you gifted me yes and i had to tell people yes again i i really i i enjoyed just abandoning i enjoyed that just abandoning those things and um yeah and my my home i know is is free of knickknacks and and bric-a-brac a a lot of people are gonna poo-poo this and they're gonna say i have a right to collect my shit you can you can but but i would suggest an escape plan and as we're talking (laughs) about this um i'm kind of imagining fantasizing the aftermath of my death and what I would like to do if it was sometime, you know, when I, I still am very social and, and I suppose I'll always be very social, but um, inviting my friends to come over and just take what you want. Yes. If you like it, take, take off it. with it. And, you know, um, I have girlfriends that it, they would love for me to do that with my um, closet, my shoes and my, um, you know. Uh, clothes right now because I'm you know a clothes collector <laughs> that is one wow. thing that I do collect clothes Not politically correct um, <laughs> but you know and then I try like I have a lot of photographs um, but all of those are very personal like like photographs of the family and the dogs and um and then art well, we on the wall we haven't even discussed that um and and the art on the wall i just like to see you know it just go first come first serve you know come and take it and um you yeah, know but most, it might all get thrown in the bonfire I was say, for the most part i think a lot of my stuff will just get thrown away so why not i mean yeah it, why, why not throw it away now in the trash no matter what um i you know, and I don't mean to sound um, negative. Oh no, but or, there's yeah um, that I'm like whoever. And you know what? As as I things. rethink about the crap that I have, maybe nobody would want it. Maybe that's just my e- part, that's maybe that's just my ego no, thinking that everybody thinks I got the coolest yeah, yeah, stuff. I don't, I don't think I have anything cool. You know, I'm not really worried about that. Okay. Um, you know, to me, you got some cool stuff. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. I like but, some of your stuff. <laughs> you know, the plumber. This is off topic, but it yeah. kind of goes back to yeah. the dying. I have two uh, elephants, uh-huh. carved elephants. Uh, they're Indonesian. Yes. Carved. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm familiar. Know, it's like decorative. They're in the living room. Yeah. But the plumber really liked them. Yeah. He was like, "You have elephants," and I was like, "What?" what are you <laughs> I have a lot of other stuff too. <laughs> Look around, sir. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I, I've got some strange paintings, and uh, people do like. The, there's um, rarely a time when someone comes to the house and they don't comment one way or the other. I mean, yeah, it is. They <laughs> don't know what to do with it. It is definitely. I definitely yeah. do not have your run-of-the-mill art on the walls, and people go either that's really cool, or they go, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, I don't have any fantasies about uh, somebody treasure my belongings. <laughs> I think they're gonna love my stuff, and they're gonna <laughs> pet it, and they're gonna dust my, it. Uh, a lot of people have. I do. This I very is, much. If, they, if we're going to talk about a death fantasy, I think this is it for me. I'm I, I'm very much enjoying the fantasy of people opening up my drawers and going, <laughs> "Oh my God, that's the coolest thing!" 
coolest oh, t-shirt. The painful part. Oh, uh, we're not even going to talk about the painful part. <laughs> Loki really wants to talk about the painful part. We will discuss uh, a little bit more uh, on Saturday. Yes. Yes. We'll edit this out, but I think this is the best stuff we've done all day. Yes. <laughs> 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 you know, 